ready for your punishment, slave. I sometimes scream out, no. When really, I mean, yes. Yes, yes! And this is why we have the safe word. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. She's not a Christian! No! Safe Word with Jason Rouse. Hey, this is Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. We got Miss Horn, and I'm Hi. sorry, I forget your name. My name is Tommy Grimes. Tommy Grimes? Yeah. What are you doing here, Tommy Grimes? What am I doing here? God, Were you I born? Ask my, I ask myself the same question. You're not. A, you're not an Edmonton kid. I'm not born of this world. I'm from out yeah, of space. You're gonna go Hollywood, man, or New York? I well, I can't. I flew down here from my spaceship. He came yeah. from the '70s in New York. You got a very <laughs> Ziggy Stardust thing going on. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. It's totally a compliment. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> but I it's, think he wants to fuck you later. Oh, <laughs> but uh, not face to face. Okay, yeah. You can turn it. I'll see the back of your head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to bang the sh- fuck the brown out of my ass. Yeah. You saw the show. You know how you I fuck. You got something coming to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't get it into my eyelashes. Oh, well, I'll try, but. <laughs> I was saying that to him earlier, actually, but about something else. <laughs> what? Uh, it's a true story. I just finished my last show here in Edmonton. Probably ever. No, I'll be back. Cause I wouldn't blame you. There's, it's a it's fucked up. I w- I'm never coming back. Please I, don't ever come back here. I had the weirdest night last night. <laughs> what happened? It was so fucked. Went, I went down to Filthy's because I thought it was going to be metal. Ugh. It wasn't very busy, and there was like no chicks there, and just a what lot of fat, expect? ugly people. I've been there before, years ago, and it was yeah. it was all right. Yeah, like 10 years ago? You Probably about that. <laughs> and then I went in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, gross. Yeah, it used to be a lot cooler or something, you know? Yeah, Edmonton's it's like you said you went there like ten years ago, and it's probably like, like hopping. You're like, oh, look at these hot girls, and you went there this time, and there is probably like hobbits, some like weird hobbits, like doing like karaoke, like squealing desperately into the microphone. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah, it is. Why don't I people don't take any pride in their appearance or, or their, they have any sense of style? Like you two are very, uh, very Sid and Nancy. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, Sid. Oh, I, <laughs> I like that even better, actually. <laughs> but uh, I stabbed you, that means. <laughs> oh, my God, you murdering bitch. <laughs> but what, uh, why, uh, I, I don't know, I'm a, I wanted to do the interview in the hotel room. I looked around, it looks like Shawshank in there. <laughs> you wouldn't take me to your hotel room? No, you don't deserve that. I'm disappointed. Well, you know what, like, I feel shorted. <laughs> I never, I've never made it past the green room. You know, I'm always in the green room on my knees. Never in the hotel room. So you know. <laughs> I'm just joking. The green room's great place to fuck. Yeah. Well, isn't it? Well, I never actually fucked in the green room. What? Neither You've changed. I, and I'm, I'm, uh, really? uh, I'm a performer. I'm, I have backstages of my own. I, had a, I have a funny story. You fucked in a green room before, really? I fucked in a bunch of places. How do you have time? See, this is I'm the thing. Like, this is the difference between men and women because I'm a girl. Like, I need time to get ready. There's yeah, no time for fucking before I go on stage. There's like, preparation, just but you've seen my show. Did you like it, by the way? Because this is the first time we've actually had a face-to-face. <laughs> yeah. We have similar social circles through the music and uh, the uh, entertainment oh God, industry. I don't even want to know. I'm a little afraid. I am sure. And I, uh, I, I don't know anything about nothing. 
<laughs> oh lord oh lord i all i heard was sweden and i was like oh jesus this is not good norway scandinavia <laughs> i thought your show was great thank you i appreciate it i mean every line was just like one crass admission after the other and uh it was i was like wow really like you you delivered one line and the next one came and i was like wow it was even more shocking than last and they went on for the whole time so i was really impressed that and on i'll be honest with you i like i'm a person who have watched you know uh stand-up comedy on video or mm -hmm. whatever before and i'm always like fuck i hate stand-up comedy madeline's like most of it's I'm terrible this thing tonight you know come with me i came and you know what you surprised me and i'm thought you did i appreciate job. that and, and i told them that you were like really heavy metal so what uh it's nice to meet you yeah it's nice to meet you too oh there's a little there's we're getting that now this is the now. kind of show that we're running here um you're Entertainers, pretty, this is how we live. Pretty, uh, you're pretty awesome. I've seen some of your stuff. You really Thank do you. something uh, very original and cool. Thank and you. And it's in my realm of, of horror and uh, satanic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I dig it. What, yeah. what, how did that start? Because you, you, you said you, you stripped before yeah, your roots. I, um, I started, well, I mean... I originally wanted to do some. I I I was always like the naked girl at the parties, whatever. Yay, and so no, but when <laughs> so when I became I a stripper, nobody was surprised. <laughs> and then uh, I that's stripped. like your transition because I was the funny guy at the party <laughs> and I actually whipped my dick out yeah, a lot at parties. Uh, but you didn't become a male but stripper. Nudity's so always funny guy or naked girl. That's like what makes the part. That's what people talk about. It's like, oh my god, they, they were naked. People will talk about that shit. I was on a rooftop on f when I was 15, naked, at a heavy metal house party. Like, one it. of those metal houses that's just grimy Sam's as crying. fuck, you know? Like, like yeah. you know those metal houses that are just grimy, and there's, like, ten yeah. dudes that live there that Cat never shit bathe? shit on the floor. Yeah, it's dirty just gross. Laundry, yeah. And I, like, come to this party. I take off my heels. I fucking run right up the stairs, go out the window, and I'm just like, this is a good time to take off my clothes. You got a little Jim Morrison on the roof? I'm the Lizard King. Here's my pussy. Jim Morrison is my spirit animal. Is he? Absolutely. I would have banged the shit out of that would guy. Would you fuck Jim Morrison? Oh my, who wouldn't fuck Jim Morrison? Are you kidding Morrison. me? You wait, he's not your type? Okay, even dudes that wouldn't fuck Jim Morrison absolutely like baffle me. Like, who would not fuck Jim Morrison? How many dead, what, out of... I wouldn't fuck Jim Morrison. I, don't know. I hate you. You're not allowed to talk oh, anymore. Yeah, right. No, there's something about Jim Morrison that's always, like, really bothered me. Whereas, like, the doors, like, everyone, like, you know, has him in their mind as, like, this, be this uh, amazing poet. And, like, no, he's just sloppy. Amazing. But, like, I'm, he like, crying, no, crying. he was just so fucked up all the time. And he came with some gibberish. And everyone's, like, oh, this is beautiful art. And I'm, like, yeah, like. Yeah, it can be. No, it can be gibberish, but at the same time, he came up with that when he was extremely fucked up. I think people get in the caught was, up in the euphoria of out. his presence and his his idea. I know you're over it. I can see you rolling oh, your eyes like, I'm yeah. I'm so not over it. I'm so into it. I'm Would still you? into it. I'm I've still. I should have been born Madeline. in the '60s. I've always been into Madeline, and uh, the first time. Was, good safe. Good safe. Yeah. Well, I was actually. I was telling her on the car ride over here about the first time that we kind of met in a half-assed way. I was like, I worked at this venue where she was doing one of the, her shows. And it was hilarious because I would always be going to the green room doing the riders for the mm -hmm. bands and stuff. And, you know, so it's like, you know, blah, blah, they want this and that. I'm bringing back some water. There's no one else in the room. And Madeline is just standing there buck naked and looking at herself in the mirror. And I'm like, 
oh, checking out hey, the merchandise. Madeline, and she was like, oh. <laughs> and like being, I was like, oh my god. And it was, I don't know, it was like an incredible first impression. That Did I did she her. Google herself a lot? Do you find <laughs> her just staring at herself? Going, no, it wasn't like that. It was not like that at all. Like, she just had this natural kind of thing to her. She was just like swearing. It was like slow motion almost. But it was actually funny because, you know what, before I even met Madeline, I met her mom. And I cut her mom's hair in her kitchen. And she's like, do you know my daughter, Madeline Horn? And I was like, I have just saw her naked last week. <laughs> <laughs> Get in line. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good first impression. That's, a, that's not that's uncommon. Because you not only, I think people that are nude, there's nothing to hide. You kind of get them well, in there in the natural. Well, Madeline's always been like that. Like, you always I'm been a always naked nude. person? Always. Did I say I'm one that? of those people that just, like, at any opportunity kind of ends up naked. Like, I at, tonight, I will probably end up naked at this yeah. man's house. Okay, it's I a true story. A in fact, you are actually somewhat missing out because if you had been kind enough to invite me up to your suite, I probably would have ended up naked in your hotel room. Oh, yeah. You probably would have had her <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's just sexually frustrating. I don't need birth- any kind of torment. The last birthday party I remember, like oh. I like it was a surprise birthday party for Madeline. It was thrown in this like warehouse somewhere. Yeah, it was a surprise. <laughs> she knew the whole time. But it was in a warehouse thrown somewhere and like I come there and we're like, surprise, Madeline. She's like, Hello and she whips up her corset. And I'm like, okay, Madeline's naked again. That's cool. And then lays down on a bed of nails. <laughs> and I was like, okay. How did you that how happen? Do you, like, cause you you guys clearly stick out in this city. Like, do it's fucking really? pickup trucks and horse shit. Yeah. Like, what kind of like, like just the fact that you guys got stopped on the way into the casino? I get it. Ugh. I've had those situations where you know you get you. I get, mean, it's my own fault, really, because I'm the I idiot that, that didn't bring my ID. But but honestly, but no one's get stopped. I've been walking in other casino because you look different and you're. The, I think that me and Madeline have both like dealt with that like a lot, like our the majority of our lives, and it's just like uh, over, it's it's not like we're over it. It's just like innate. It's like our first nature to us, you know, to defend. Yeah, and it's like we're just so used. To it's that good. We're just like okay, love, this again. Here we go. I love anybody that pushes against normality. Yeah, well, that's comfortable. Back enough. on the moon where I came from. It yeah. was really hard for me growing up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So. Raised on green cheese. Yeah, no, it was blue cheese. It's the moon. Hello, <laughs> blue moon. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so what do you what do you got coming up? I might do a show. You know what? I'm a I've actually decided to kind of take some time off of performing because lately I've been really, really disenchanted. I I tried to kind of make a real break into the burlesque scene, which is really, like, burlesque is really what I do. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really tried to get into the scene of burlesque ever. I've always done oh. my shows at, uh, at like, music events mm-hmm. or in, like, in nightclubs and stuff like that. So you're taking a uh, hiatus? Yeah, because, well, sort of. I uh, I kind of tried to get into the burlesque scene, and it took me a little bit. It's but clicky, the Edmund, isn't it? It's so clicky. It's like Mean Girls. It's like well, it's like you have to be a mean girl, and it's like I'm just no bullshit, and I will say things that maybe should not be said to other people's faces, and I don't know how to play that game. Like, oh, oh I love you. Oh, nah, nah. Can I say something about with Madeline and her burlesque uh, mm. performance? I think that. Uh, the way I've always viewed Madeline too with her performances is that 
I've seen it a lot in Edmonton too. There's these girls and like, ooh, I'll take my clothes off and I'm doing burlesque and dancing around and blah yeah. blah blah. Let's not get mean. No, I'm not getting mean, but I'm just saying how it is. And like, Madeline has always had it like as a higher level of like performance art. She does her own shit. Yeah, no, she An does original, her own original. shit, but in like a, a way more artistic way, and there's way more thought into it, and like. She's, you and know, she's I know, I understand that where Bless came from, it always has always had a camp to it, but Madeline's taking it in her own, yeah, running it through her own veins, and she's like uh, dark and sexy. Yeah, she's totally like we're like her own style, and, and I just think that like she's totally made a name for herself, and like it sets herself camp. away from the the burlesque scenes. So. And cool. uh, I don't mean to. You're me I, as a comedian. What? You're like if you were a comedian, you'd be me. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's some parallels. There, there. is definitely yeah. for sure. I, I I definitely like I, I I'm I don't I feel like I don't <laughs> same color hair. <laughs> oh, I okay. eat a lot of turnip. Anyway. I feel like it's like one of those things where like I'm the performer that doesn't fit in anywhere mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. But yeah. like um, uh, the burlesque scene in Edmonton has been really great. They it took some time for me to kind of warm my way into them, mm-hmm. but they once they did kind of warm up to me, they really embraced me, and that's been wonderful. And uh, I've headlined the Edmonton Burlesque Festival for the past two years. Uh, great. But um, other than that, every other festival and scene has kind of really shunned me. And it's like it seems like it's all the same people in all the same cities that do all the same festivals that uh, that kind of like click together. And it's like I'm. At this point in my career, I performed all over the world. Mm-hmm. I performed like you know enough music festivals. I performed the Playboy. You get Mansion. a resume. Exactly. How many credits do you need? Just because I haven't won you any uh, an award at Behoff doesn't mean that uh, I don't deserve respect. You know. Totally. I, I again, there's so much mirror of what's going on here. I have a great resume, but people don't want to invest in what I'm doing because it's different, and it, yeah. I'm not trying to. Get in with the clicks. I'm tr- I'm doing my own shit, and if you don't like it, fuck yourself. It kind of sucks, doesn't it? It does suck, but you know what? It, it, but you I, can't give I, it up because it's like you are who you are, and you're not gonna let it go. Totally, totally. It's like oh, you should clean That's it up one. a little more and and do this and compromise this and that. And I understand there's, there's an element of professionalism in, in the business and stuff. And, Absolutely. But uh, at the same time, don't take the backbone out of what makes me great exactly because then when i do what i do it's going to be short and it's going to suck yeah and they don't get it they don't get it no but we just push forward but when you're an artist like that like you yourself as like an artist of comedy madeline's always been like that too is like she's uh she's never let anyone take the backbone of her she's always held true to what she wants to do and uh how she wants to you know perform and uh she's done a great job of it and i love you i love you too (laughs) (laughs) it's hard though it's hard it's a lonely it's a lonely thing to do when when you're doing something original and it's not because it's funny like burlesque is like oh we're rebellious but it's become they're not it's clean now and the thing is the only person when you think about it it's like I don't really give a shit about the overall burlesque scene anyways, because who are they? Nobody's ever heard of them in the, in the grand scheme of things. The only burlesque, when people think of burlesque, they think of Dita Von Sure. And, uh, so that's really who I hold my esteem to. It's like, it doesn't matter how she got there. She's there. Mm -hmm. So, if I'm going to get to that place, which is where I want my career to go, then, like, why do I give a fuck about all these people that are putting me down that are nowhere near that level? Exactly. Naysayers. Haters, fuck them. 
Yeah, yeah, they don't. They're not even part of the equation. They're just a pain in the ass. Really, yeah, it's true. And Dita Von Teese has never been to Burlesque Hall of Fame in her life. I think that as an artist, you know, I like I can, uh, you know, uh, feel that in certain ways to myself, you know. But like your critics are also part of that as well, you know. You, and like I know that Melon like really does take that a lot too. But she doesn't ever let it, you know, really change what she's doing. She's always saying to herself and. Yeah, you acknowledge it. Well, I always say, like, uh, people like to criticize a lot. And I always say it doesn't matter what people are saying as long as they're talking about you. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the most important thing. Better infamous than unknown. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I just feel like with Madeline, like, she she doesn't – she's done, like, such a – made her name for herself, you know, and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe there's been people who have, like, said – you know, like negative things about her, but jealous because they don't have the balls to do it. That's the problem. And they rather, you know, point at it and say that it's wrong, but they, they don't, they're, they're just scared people. Or they're trying to look for excuses as to why I was successful before them. You know, I find a lot of people, um, like, uh, (laughs) like we were talking about earlier. Uh, I was afraid. I'm like, yeah, we we run in the same circles. And I was like, "Mm, uh uh-oh. And uh, I'm like, (laughs) I've been accused many a times because of certain people that I've dated that uh, I have slept my way to my the area that I've gotten. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to fuck to the top. Uh, Yeah, it would be nice if it was that easy, right? Like I wrote, I wrote a whole blog about it because. If it was that easy, I mean, come on. I've been single before. Like, Jesus. I would sleep with one or two guys to get to that place. Like, I don't care. But, again, like, when you, if you don't have yeah. talent or skill, then it, it falls by the wayside. you gotta have, you got to put the work in to Absolutely. make it happen. That's the thing. It doesn't matter what you have. You still have to have something to back it up. Like, Definitely. So, too, like, you know, as an artist, like, the more recognition you gain as, like, for your, like, in Madeline's case, you know, her performance art, the more recognition she gains, you know, it's like, it's not that you have to do that. You're like, you don't have to fuck someone to do it because you've all done it all yourself. And, uh, those guys came after <laughs> you already, you're already up there and you're like, bring some cock and I can relax. Well, you got to have a little bit of a backstory for, uh, those types of guys to even look at you. Right. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, what? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got coming up? What are you doing? What's you know happening? what? Okay, so I told you I was taking this hiatus or whatever, but I am doing this uh I'm doing this one gig. It's at a strip club called the New Den in Ottawa, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend in Vancouver about maybe doing a strip club gig in Vancouver, which I might still do, but I don't know which strip club the I would penthouse? go to. Maybe. I'm not really sure. I've heard mixed reviews. But the thing is, I really want to go back into strip clubs because that's where I started. And I came out of it and it became really artsy and really serious and really like I just and now it's the point where it's I need a break from the I need a break from the seriousness. You know, I need like I need to decompress and kind of like find the fun in it again. Yeah, that's key. Fun. I feel like the venue in uh in which city are you doing it? Ottawa. Yeah, I feel like the venue in Ottawa will be like that too because like that part of Canada is very like 
they have like this clubs that like it's different in Alberta than it is here. You know, like a strip club here is way different than it is in Montreal or oh Ottawa. yeah, Montreal's got the best. Well, strip I was clubs. Uh, I was really glad because I asked them one of the first questions was, uh, "Do I need to do private dances?" Because I'm not a hustler. Like that was what I had a I actually had a nervous breakdown and that's why I stopped dancing oh, altogether. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Anyway, I bought it. <laughs> um, and uh, so I stopped stripping, but the nervous breakdown was not because I had to get n- naked in front of people. That comes naturally to it's me. It's the business. It was because I had to talk to people. And I, I'm not naturally good at talking to strangers. I'm antisocial by nature. I don't like people, you know, in general. No, I'm, here, I'm with you. And to have to force myself, especially dudes in strip clubs that are drunk and just ogling you and you have to pretend like you like it. It's like... It's exhausting. That will kill you after it's exhausting. a while. And I had enough of it. So when this, when I got approached by this club to do this gig, I was like, well, you know, do you guys do private dances and do I have to do them? And when he said that I didn't have to do them, I was Sorry, like, I'm in. A little closer. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm I've been told that before. Yeah. Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> I won't tell your mother. Just a tip. <laughs> a little closer and a you, little more. You must attract some weirdos. Besides me, yeah. well, the guy who's right next to her. Are you a weirdo? No, actually, I'm completely normal. <laughs> what's weird and what's normal? I go to exactly. church every Sunday. Seriously though, I had a stalker last year that I uh, almost had. I well, I called the cops on three times. Did he come to your home? He he recited my address on my answering machine oh my twice, and I brought it to the cops. And they made a record of it and said, okay, you can go now. And I said, uh, now what? Yeah. What if this guy shows up at my house? They're like, that's when you call the, call us. I was like, um, and if he cuts me because he mentioned, uh, bringing, uh, knives to my house and that he wanted, um, he wanted to cut me and he wanted me to cut him too. I heard some girl got her fingers cut off in Vancouver. Madeline, that was just when you lost my number. I was trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to do it. I know. I'm sorry. I forgot. That's actually a true story, though. Like, that fucking happened. I know. And it, I was really trying to get a hold of you. It's unnerving. Oh God, okay. I've had st- male and female stalkers and death threats and, <laughs> and things like that. It's only happened a few times. And uh, But it, uh, a kid he said he was going to shoot me at one of my shows. God. And he's been sending me messages for, for me years. Yeah, he's trying to get a hold of me. You lost my number. It was me. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to get your number. And I was like, if I tell him I'm going to shoot him, he'll give me the number. <laughs> sorry. I th- sorry for the confusion. You need to get more uh, people skills. You can't just do death threats oh on God. phone messages. That must have been why that person spray painted fucking dick. That's a true story, too. Yeah, true story. That must have been why they spray painted fucking dick on the side of my apartment building. Point in my window. <laughs> really? That actually happened. Oh, yeah. And my, my landlord was like, is someone after you? And I was like, no. My, apparently my cock. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was you the whole time. I've been waiting outside there for, for hours. Now a word from our sponsors. Our family is made up of every race. We are young and old, rich and poor, men and women, sinners and saints. Our family has spanned the centuries and the globe. With God's grace, we started hospitals to care for the sick. We established orphanages and helped the poor. We are the largest charitable organization on the planet, bringing relief and comfort to those in need. 
We educate more children than any other scholarly or religious institution. We developed the scientific method and laws of evidence. We founded the college system. We defend the dignity of all human life and uphold marriage and family. Cities were named after our revered saints who navigated a sacred path before us. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are transformed by sacred scripture and sacred tradition, which have consistently guided us for 2,000 years. We are the Catholic Church. Go to www.jasonrouse.com backslash Skype and come and leave a voice message. If you like the show, tell me what you think. You can say, hey, I like the show. Tell me a story. You want some romantic advice. You want to know how to bury a body. Maybe you need a friend. They won't tell. I'll tell. I won't tell. I just want to, I just want to touch his skin. JasonRouse.com backslash Skype. Now back to the show. We had a limo. The, the girl that was selling the drugs called a limo, and then the limo shows up, and then we she beat up this guy's or this girl's boyfriend at a gas station. This girl it was so fucked up. The girl was very pretty. Her teeth looked like coffee beans. She's clearly had a drug problem. And I was horrified. When she opened her mouth, it was this black. And these uh, are the stumps. people that you hang out with in this Alberta? These are the people that are attracted to me. Degenerates, scumbags, strippers. See, this is a good reason why, well, hopefully I won't be in Edmonton that much longer, but uh, if you ever come back through, then, you know, we're friends now. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, when are you you guys moving? I'm a little disappointed that you live in this city. I like your shoes, Yeah, um, I'm hoping to move to Vancouver by the end of this year, but um, I also might move to Vegas. It just depends. That would be, (laughs) why not? Well, I, I actually don't like Vegas. I've lived in Vegas before. Uh. I've lived there for two months. I I had this uh, offer to go back to stripping. And I was like, oh, Vegas, money, yay. Yeah. Turns out not so much. for, yeah. for Well, for girls like me anyways. For girls who are tan and uh, Barbie blonde hair stuff, oh, do it. You will make a killing. But uh, I was thinking... In this club, I'm the only girl that is pale skinned with Why not uh, absinthe? dark hair. Have you auditioned for Absinthe? Uh, Have you seen that show? I went to see that show. It's yeah, awesome. I didn't audition for it. I, I'm not really in those circles. I mean, I probably could be now. I know a lot of people, but you're, when you're, I live your there, your act would work perfectly for the, that. Well, they have acts, and they have people that do the acts that they already have. And I'm not so much somebody that does pre-done acts. I have my own shows, mm-hmm. so. I mean, that might be one of my problems, why people hate me. That's the <laughs> shitty part about being original is is when you become something, because you're like, oh, be different, be original, be great. And then you do it, and you're like, yeah, we're trying to find a box for you to fit in now. And it's yeah. like, no, well, you told me to make my own box. Yeah. And it's a great box. And that's I like the, this box. That's... Madeline's got her box and she's never stepped out of it. And I remember the first time I saw her. Are we still talking about pussy or boxes? No, here's the thing, though. I really (laughs) want to talk about this thing about uh, fitting into boxes because it's something that really bugs me and is something that I feel like really haunts me all the time. Because with like alt or alternative models, um, yeah, well, alt models, you know, whatever, who cares? you have to be like fully tattooed or like pierced and crazy to like be known as like an alt model. And then uh, the other girls, the glamour models are like completely tanned and, you know, like 
like the like Pamela Andersons of the world. Kind yeah, of thing. highly manicured. Yeah, and there's pony. no, and I kind of feel like uh, there's no box for me. It's like I'm an alternative, but I'm not tattooed enough to go with the alternative think, girls. Yeah. And I don't want to be. Yeah, the suicide girl shit is done. The thing is about you is like you've never had to fit into that and you never were doing that. You're always blazing your own trail and setting your own like, you know, standards and doing your own style. So I think that's it's tough. A great thing. It's never a had tough to one. before. But at this point, it's like there, there comes a point in your career. And I feel like there's a lot of people that have said this, but maybe I'm just experiencing it right now where you plateau for a little while and you don't really know where to go. It's like. You tell yourself, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and you reach all your goals. And then when you reach all those goals, you feel like you're going to be at the next level. Yeah, but then you reach all those goals, momentum, yeah. and you're still at the same place, and you're like, okay, uh, so <laughs> what do I do now? Exactly. You know? That was my last year in Los Angeles. I've been in L.A. for 13 months straight. You're lucky to live in L.A., though. That's my favorite city in the world. It's fucked, That's though. It is fucked, but it's romantic fucked. the comedy fucked. community, oh, okay. it's, I'm a leper. They're but like, That's it's great, romantic but fucked no, though. But, it's yeah. like it's I, so great to be horrible in LA. I finally get it. <laughs> you it's know? A, it's <laughs> like, a beautiful disaster. It I is. I get it now. Like that's why you have that homeless tan. Who's a homeless tan? Do I have a homeless tan? That's why I love him. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's all right, sugar <laughs> hole. <laughs> sugar <laughs> hole. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Maple syrup and tears. <laughs> that was my you stripper. Wish, sweetie. No, that no. was my stripper name, actually. I was considering being a stripper. Oh my God, I had sex with you one time. I know. Next time, wake me up before you start. Sorry, I was. You're not sorry. Right. You're smiling. I wasn't sorry. I'll. That's a, yeah, you're right. He wants to do you right now. I believe it. I'm, there's something about this time. I feel very uh, sexually uh, desirable over the last month. That's a good. Well, you're. You know what? You're at the perfect age because for me, I've always said, and I've said this since I was like 18 years old. Like the perfect age for men is like between 40 and 50. That is the golden years for men. That is when men are at their absolutely sexiest time for all ages of women. Really? Absolutely. I will stand by that. And you know what? In my boyfriend right now, currently, is the only guy I've ever dated that is my age. Every you... guy other, other than... Uh, the are, did you just ask me how old I am? Yeah. On air? Are you serious? Is it bad? That is not a polite thing. I'm a lady. How, 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 how much do you weigh? You don't... <laughs> how much do you weigh? <laughs> I'm 12 and I weigh 80 pounds. I do. I'm 43. You just said guys in their 40s and 50s are fine. Yeah, and the thing, but the thing is, pong show. But the thing is, like, you remind me of Andy Dick. Oh God, I don't. (laughs) Oh, that's not a compliment. No, Andy. Andy's a good guy. He's a wild man. I met Andy Dick once in L.A. Yeah, he's cool. Did you say you dated him? No, I said I'm. (laughs) I'm glad that didn't get on my. I did not date Andy Dick for the record. He, <laughs> I met him at a Starbucks in L.A. once. He's a wild man. He was very enthralled with my uh, green tea drink. He could not. He could not get away from me and my green tea drink. He wanted to follow me out the door with my me and my green tea drink. And he would do that. And I, and I had to. Uh, and you. I w- I. I mean. I'm not one of those people that are like starstruck or I don't care who you are. Sure. To be honest. So I, I was a little bit like, uh, can this you get is away awkward. From me? Yeah. 
Like, what do you, what are you expecting? We're not on a TV show. Unless maybe he was taping unsuspectingly or something. But as far as I knew, there was no camera. So I'm like, can you get away from me? Because unless there's a camera on you, I really don't give a fuck about yeah. you being by me. And you're annoying. That's LA in a nutshell. <laughs> you just run into these strange situations. <laughs> yeah, and you're chasing your drink outside yeah. with you. <laughs> and, and, and a Sunday afternoon. He did. He did. He was like, come back here. <laughs> he didn't necessarily chase me, but he was extremely excited about my green tea drink, and he he wanted to have some kind he of part of it. He loves to party, Andy. He's a wild man. <sighs> Can we not talk about Andy Dick anymore and talk some more about me? Thanks. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> how do you, how can people get a hold of you? Well, I have a website, like any uh, any good entertainer, thehornedgoddess.com. How did you come up with your whole persona and stuff? What did it start off? Were you like a blonde, really blue-eyed girl in the beginning I, and then... I no. Like I don't think I ever had a persona, to be honest. I think it's just me. It, just, yeah. it really I is just Were you me. always like... If I looked That's, at your high school yearbook, you would kind oh, of look the same? Oh, yeah. I think when you asked the question, uh, how did you come with your persona? It was never that with Madeline. She never came up with a persona. She just... It, it really was her. knew herself. And Can you be my PR agent? <laughs> sure, baby. <laughs> How much am I getting here? But really, she, uh, I can tell, Madeline's my friend for years, and uh, I know that like she's never tried to be anything. It's, it's always been her the whole time through, and she actually has a lot more than just her uh, burlesque and her entertainment. You know, like, Yeah, if you that had a stab at acting? That's the or? thing is that I feel like people, uh, a lot of my friends have uh, are, do the same kind of thing that I do. Like they do burlesque and modeling and all that kind of thing. And they have like, uh, like a persona that they do, you know. And they're, they're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in this mode, which is their stage name. And I've never had that. I'm always like, oh, this is like, I'm, I don't have to s- switch to do what I do. It's like, I'm always who I am. Yeah, and, I get uh, it. I'm so uh, me. I I look and and act the way I do consistently. Obviously, the volumes turned up as yeah. a performer. Well, well, of course. But people who know me is like, yeah, that's that's Rouse. He's just he's fucked. <laughs> they really just go, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's shit in my bathtub yesterday. That happens. Uh, okay. You won't be coming to my house. Does but, your t- uh, does your bathtub flush? <laughs> Um, I don't think many people's bathtubs flush. Oh, that's so, my um, problem. We, we uh, may, we may hang out, but uh, I will never invite you to my home. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to shit outside with the rest of the animals? Um, yeah, I don't even think you're, you will be allowed in my bathroom after that story. There's a lot of shit in my, my world. How many music videos have you been in? Oh, Lord. I don't, I don't even know. I've been in a lot. A lot of them... Like uh, a lot of music videos film and don't come out, I realized. Yeah. But um, I've been in at least like uh, at least five to five to ten that have been released. What are some of your favorites? I always have this image in my mind of Madeline, and I wish for the listeners. Hold on, let me get my cock out. Go on. Okay. I wish for the listeners they could like see what I'm doing right now, but she's like doing this thing. She's got like this captain's hat on and she's got a corset and like this bodysuit and she's doing this sexy thing and she's got this sexy thigh cap and she's like ooh and it was like a chrome division video and she looks super sexy in it yeah that was uh one of the videos i did in sweden which we were talking about earlier. <laughs> uh one of my uh, ex-boyfriend's bands and um it was it's probably actually one of my favorites you look that so video, video i I didn't. I don't feel like I got enough airtime in that video. 
and I was the only brunette in the whole video. There was probably about five other girls, and they're all blondes, all Swedish blondes, super hot. Like, I mean, Swedish blondes. Yeah, you. I live in Stockholm for three years. They're fucking. They those women. I mean. I'm not, I'm 100% straight, but like, I appreciate the beauty of women. Yeah. And when I was there, like, I've never seen so much beauty in my life. Like, those, like, Scandinavian women are like something else. Like, that's a whole other level. Yeah. And they're, they're cool. They're relaxed. They're, they're they're like hardcore too, though. They're like strong. And I feel like that's why, like, I didn't fit in there is because like, I'm like a girly girl. I'm like a lady. And like, those girls are just like ready to give her all the time. And I'm like, I'm like, eh, I can't, I can't like, like they're, the, but they have the masculine and feminine balance. And I wish I could be more like that. They're super hybrids. They're, they're Viking women is what they are. Madeline and you were like overseas and you're like, I, and I like, I've met some of those girls from over there and like, they come here and I'm like, because I've worked on a lot of those European... They're super women. Yeah, and I've worked on those European metal tours and stuff, and, like, they come around, and, like, I'm like, whoa, they're, like, intimidating to me. And, like, they're intense. They are, and, like, all... It's so funny from yeah, Norway, like, the Norwegian, like... But that stuff. accent is so sexy. Like, oh, my God, okay. I, love I used to. I used to... Um, we're, we'll get a little personal here, but uh, I dated a Norwegian man once, and I used to get him to uh, talk in Norwegian when he banged me all the time. It was really good. He was like that, too, with me. <laughs> you know, Actually, a Norwegian person told me about you. Oh, my God, no. Yeah, uh, do you know King of Hell? Really? Yeah. Tom? Because Tom, uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's a friend of mine too. I wouldn't say good friend, but yeah, we're we're friends. Yeah, I stay at his house in Bergen and stuff. We're pretty close. He told you about me. He's because I was looking. I'm like, I want to put together this variety show, and I'm looking for uh, some talent in 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 something that's sexy and dark and stuff. He goes, well, I know this girl. She's from Canada, and I'm like, what? He he sent me a, a link to your stuff, and I started looking at your stuff. I think I'd messaged you when I was trying to set up something in Canada with uh you never did no. this is this time around is the first time like I'd heard of your name before but this is the first time I'd ever gotten a message from you I know that okay he's really he's got bad diarrhea <laughs> sit down Jimmy hey let's not talk about diarrhea here oh I was in Mexico City no, doing shows no no it was at a home do you not like diarrhea I don't like talking about poop really I mean, I'm a lady. But blood and guts is fine. Well, not guts, but blood is sexy. Blood is pretty sexy. Blood is like life. Blood is the life, right? Like that's... Mm. That's what my uh, my sister said when she had a miscarriage. <laughs> I, was, I was making See, out with I'm her all the time. for abortion, so I will laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, I, have you had an abortion? I've never had an abortion. Had I've an never abortion. been pregnant. I don't think I'm that fertile. But uh, <laughs> luckily... I had one. It was weird. <laughs> It was weird. No, because I was dating this, uh, my, my girlfriend, we had split up and I went over to the house to get a few things. We ended up having sex and um, I blew in her after she stopped using her pill and she got pregnant. Can we stop this right and now? we had an abortion. Do we have to, do we have to go here? Abortions? Um, I want to, uh, I want to go back to talking about King of Hell for a second because yeah. uh, I do, uh, speaking of blood as well. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, abortions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I paint with my menstrual blood. I'm not sure if you're aware of that before. No. <laughs> yeah. I do. I paint uh, flowers with menstrual blood. Like watercolor type it's stuff? It's very similar to watercolor. That's kind of how uh, blood behaves on a canvas. Yeah. 
And uh, my very favorite painting I've ever done, I actually did for Tom, King of Hell. Oh. And it's of uh, it's a rose, and it's a thorns. Tom, you get a snake bite on your up. ass. Mr. December here. Pull your pants up. You ruined <laughs> my interview. <laughs> but, um, I've never seen fishnet underwear uh, before. Oh, okay, we're, we're looking at uh, Tommy's package right now. Oh. You got bit uh, by a snake? Are those comfortable? So it's like uh, fishnets and jockstrap. Yeah. Let's get back to your pussy. <laughs> it. <laughs> it's fucking. Let's get back to your pussy paintings, okay? Yeah, pussy paint. So I do you, do you sell them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You promised me a chrysanthemum. I promised Tommy a chrysanthemum. But anyway, my uh, favorite one that I've done so far is uh, of a rose, just a classic rose. And I did it. For is it Tom. just blood, or do you do outline it with marker or pen, or is it just? I do a I do a faint outline in uh, in like the lightest gauge pencil beforehand, uh-huh. and then uh, and then I do Work layers of blood. It's like it's like I do a I, first layer, and then I let that dry, and then I layer on top for shading dark and stuff. It and yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen the paintings that she's done with her blood, and they're beautiful. Like, and they when they age, they change too, so which is really nice too, and they they turn to like a darkish like. From maroon color to like almost black in some spots, and it's really very nice. cool. Can people buy some of this stuff through your website and stuff? Is Not it for yet. Sale? It's more of just like a, it's more of a hobby right now. But I, I really love doing it, and I might do it more. Like I, I find like probably when I get more time and when I get older and like do an exhibition or something. Yeah, maybe like when I focus less I, on the uh, performance art, I might do more of the uh, visual art stuff. But it's something that I do like. When I'm not doing a lot of performing and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's cool to have other creative elements in in the in your kind of context of what you're doing. Yeah, and the th- the reason why I did it for Tom is because um, I told him about what I was doing and stuff. Because we we went through like a we we're off and on with like communicating like regularly, and sometimes we talk like every day, and sometimes yeah. we barely talk at all. And at this point in time, like when I was first getting into it, we were skyping each other like every day. Yeah, I skype with him. And yeah, he loves to skype. <laughs> yeah. Guy. And uh, I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm drunk. He, he gets always, always right. He's uh, always drunk, four, and he's four like, in the morning. Uh, "Share a beer with me right now." Mm. But uh, so uh, I was telling him, and I'm like, "Do you think this is gross? Do you think he's Gaul's Gull, we'll, type? You know, Gaul. His you've seen Robin. I've actually never seen anybody that Gaul's dated, or and I've never seen oh, anybody he's been talk with, about he's it. He's been with his boyfriend for years, but nobody. Gaul is the from, the singer from Gorgoroth. He's like a black oh, metal. But you're yeah. his type. Am I? I don't know him. I don't know anything about that really. I, I should, know, I but I don't. We're gonna we're gonna leave. Thank you for coming on the show, and it's very nice to meet you. I, I'm a fan, and uh, I'm glad that we finally got a chance to meet. And uh, your son's been very entertaining. <laughs> Shut and, your uh, vulgar mouth. <laughs> and I, I really appreciate you guys showing up because uh, a lot of the audiences sucked here in Edmonton. Like it's there's like people that were invested in the show in its entirety, and people that were just kind of killing time in between gambling, and you almost didn't get it in. That was the fucked up part. <laughs> yeah, I almost didn't get Thank in, God but uh, I'm really glad I did, and I'm I'm really glad to meet you too, and uh, I hope to come back and talk Definitely. more and and uh, meet you again. What's your uh, website again if people want to get in touch with you, Twitter, all that stuff? Thehornedgoddess.com, at me, Madalena Horn uh, on Twitter and Instagram, 
and uh, Facebook is uh, backslash the Horned Goddess. Fantastic. And uh, if you want to write any fan uh, mail, just like attach some, <laughs> attach a letter to the pigeon's leg and let it fly free. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go fuck yourself. Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't ask if you're hurting me. And if you hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose?